In the town of New Paltz, in the heart of New York's Ulster County, there's an avenue. Huguenot Street, they call it. It runs through the center of the busy college town, lined by shops, restaurants, and historic houses. It has a rich history, and it's very haunted. On this episode of Listen with the Lights On, we'll hear a bit of legend from Huguenot Street. Are the lights on? Good. Welcome to Listen with the Lights On. I'm Jessica Blaustein Marshall. And I'm Patrick Garrett. In the late 1600s, a group of French Protestant families, or Huguenots as they were known, settled in New York's Hudson Valley. Looking for religious freedom, they were heavily persecuted in their French Catholic-dominated homeland. They built small stone houses and formed a community in and around what is now known as the town of New Paltz. More than 200 years later, the descendants of those Huguenot families worked to preserve the homes and legends, which are still toured and told on the street today. A.J. Shankman is the historian of Historic Huguenot Street, the organization that manages the 10-acre National Historic Landmark District. He's also a high school history teacher and the author of Wicked Ulster County, Tales of Desperados, Gangs, and More. He joins us now with the story of the Deo House on Huguenot Street. I have a little bit of a relationship with the Deo House going back to about 1994-95. Um, I was working as a docent and in security as well on Huguenot Street, and I had to close up the houses and set the alarms. I was walking down a Huguenot Street, and I took the um, flag out of its uh, post and put it in, set the alarm, and continued on my way all the way down to the Ezekiel Helting House. When I came back to go back to my house on the street, I said to myself, I know that I put that flag and set that alarm. Everything should be inside. But there the flag was, standing right outside, waving in the breeze, and I had a cold feeling go through me. I walked into the house, saw the alarm was off, and I called my supervisor immediately, and he said, you need to go into the house with the other guy that I worked with and check it out. Well, as far as going up the stairs, we decided maybe we'd want to surprise this guy or person who was in there, and we went up the back stairs, the servant stairs of this beautiful 1890s Queen Anne home. When I got to the top of the stairs, there was a woman in a white dress floating just above the last stair. What did I do? I flew backwards down the stairs right into this guy's arms saying, did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? I'm freaking out. And of course, he said, yes, I did. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and we got out of there. And shortly after, if my memory serves me correctly, New Paul's police, where they were called, and there was a full sweep done of the house, and there was nothing. A woman who no longer works on the street said to me, uh, it was Gertrude. We've all seen her before. And that started a fascination with Gertrude Bogardus Deo. Was she the woman that you saw? She was the woman that I saw. And I'm not just saying that because we're on the radio and I'm trying to get your ratings. Um, I had people to Huguenot Street. She was who I saw. And I did not ask the guy who was with me for permission to use his name, but we told that story for a long time afterwards. And you haven't seen anything since? Haven't seen anything since, but I did do a tour of the house um, with the educational coordinator at uh, Huguenot Street, and I told her that same story. 
And as soon as I got to the stop of the stairs, I said, where's Gertrude? And she said she's down in the parlor now. Interesting. Now tell me some tales about the Deo house. I remember when I worked on Huguenot Street, I would just was mesmerized by Gertrude's painting. She just looked so sickly and so sad. And, I, and again, I started to research and ask people questions. And I found out that she was born in 1817. And she married this fellow by the name of Thomas Jessup from Newburgh, probably around 1843, 1844. And she got pregnant. And shortly after, she died. It was probably complications from childbirth. So I always felt kind of badly for this guy, Thomas K. Jessup, as well. But I also felt really bad for Gertrude because it was obvious when this portrait was done, she was not well because she died in 1844 and the portrait, it's believed, was done in 1844 as well. Um, then five years later, her daughter dies. So wow, not not a good streak for this family. No, not a good stre- good streak at all. I don't know if it was shortly after she died. I can't find the reference to the first ghost story. But as soon as I ended up working on the street in 94, 95, they were already there. The stories were already there. Um, have you seen Gertrude? Uh, be careful. Don't insult Gertrude. And people I found when they went to this house and I took tours out in this house were also just kind of mesmerized by this one picture of Gertrude. Um, When they were doing the restoration in around 2000 of the Deo house, uh, they removed uh, Gertrude's picture from where it had always been um, and her mother and fathers were right by her and they just, actually they removed the father and mothers and put it downstairs in the parlor. They couldn't keep Gertrude's picture on the wall. And every time somebody approached Gertrude's picture, she let it be known that she was not happy about this. We've run into that before, like a house in Albany, the Tenbrook Mansion, mm-hmm. where a ghost was pretty angry that his his portrait was moved. That seems to be a common thing. <laughs> yes, yes. And she wanted to be back with her parents, it seemed. And what's interesting through what I've studied and asking people different questions about Gertrude, that she never lived in that house. Her father, Judge Abraham Deo, and his wife, Margaret Deo, might have lived briefly in that house. Judge Abraham A. Deo moved actually to Modena pretty quickly in the town of Platakill, where he was town supervisor, he was a judge, he was a state senator. So when that house is still standing. So later on, Gertrude and her father and mother's pictures were moved to the Deo house on Huguenot Street. So maybe... It just followed. They followed the pictures. Now tell me more about her family. Where did they come from? Huguenot Street was uh, the families, 12 Huguenot families. Huguenots are French Protestants, and they were persecuted by the Catholic majority. And eventually they went to what we know today as Kingston. And 1678, they moved to uh, New Paul's um, after getting a patent from Edmund Andros. And I believe the patent was 1677. And one of those families was the Deo family. Another family was the Hasbrook family. It was two brothers. And shortly after, you know, settling there, they began to build houses. And one of the houses that was built that started out as a stone house was the Deo house. Why do you think Huguenot Street is so haunted? I guess wherever you have earthly goings on, you have um, the trials and tribulations of life. And what I've read about it is sometimes people just kind of get stuck there. I've always liked Huguenot Street. 
and I've always liked the uh, burial ground that's there as well. You know, some of the graves have the skull and crossbones on them, and you know, in the winged death angels. And I remember even in, in when I was in college, I always heard stories about you know the ghosts of Huguenot Street, and then this interest was piqued when sitting around one day. And another docent was saying, why don't you just come down to the house, the Abraham Hasbrook house, around midnight. Sometimes you can see a guy walking around the house with an axe. So that kind of, you know, maybe want to start investigating a lot of this. <laughs> maybe not meet with the, with the ghost with the axe. I'm moving right just along. <laughs> so, so either I, you know, I've had experiences with ghosts on uh, Huguenot Street or, you know, where I'm psychotic. Thanks for joining us. Listen with the Lights On is a production of WAMC. Our theme music is Grizzly Reminder by Midnight Syndicate. For more spine-tingling tales, check out our podcast or head over to WAMC.org. 